Hey guys, real quick, before we get started, I have a small request. If you've been blessed by our content and you like this show, would you take just a brief moment and leave us a five-star review? This is quite possibly the most effective thing that you can do to ensure that this content gets out to as many people as possible. Thanks. Jesus said, man cannot live on bread alone, but from every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. You're listening to Daily Truth. Do not wait for some special revelation of your spiritual gift and never actually get involved in serving the church. God's design is for our spiritual gifts to be revealed and recognized in the context of service in the local church. See, Timothy was already serving the Lord in Lystra when Paul found him. Timothy's gifts were not supernaturally imparted all at once in a mystical moment of receiving prayer from the Ephesian elders. Instead, Timothy's gifts were recognized because he was already using them. And this is precisely why Timothy was asked to join Paul in a more formal position of ministry. So the principle follows like this. Paul comes to Lystra. Timothy and the likeness of his mother and grandmother who entrusted to him this faithful message, this faithful ministry, Timothy is exercising his gift in serving the church. Timothy is meeting the needs of the church there. And it's likely that as he seeks to faithfully disciple others in the ways that his grandmother and mother have discipled him, he's he's experiencing perhaps more fruit than others in the church that are making disciples. Because Timothy, in the sovereignty of God, has been uniquely equipped with a particular gift of teaching. And when Paul comes to Lystra, he takes note of this. And he decides that Timothy should accompany him. So Timothy is informally, without a title, without a paycheck, Without perhaps a formal and public platform, Timothy is simply using everything at his disposal, whatever the Lord may have given him, to simply meet the needs of the Christians, the saints around him. And Paul takes note of this and rewards him, as it were, with more opportunity, with with more influence. What what was previously perhaps an informal ministry that Timothy possessed now becomes the opportunity for a formal ministry as he now is able and privileged to accompany an apostle of Christ and ministering to many, many more. But how is it that this opportunity came upon Timothy? You could say in some sense, it's as though the apostle Paul was scouting and Timothy the reason why he was scouted out by the apostle Paul is because when Paul showed up Timothy was playing baseball he was swinging he was throwing he was catching he wasn't just sitting on the bench saying I would get in the game if a leader in Christ church would come and recognize me and give me a title and perhaps give me at least a part-time pay and give me a small group, give me a ministry, 
That's one of the things I love about this church. I I love the initiative. I love that there are many of you that although right now, currently, we don't have any formal small group going on in the church, I keep hearing about the small groups going on in the church. And many of you, you have a Sunday night Bible study. And the elders and I did not officially come and and commensurate this Bible study. We also don't forbid it because as far as I can tell, I don't have any grounds in this book to say that an elder could prohibit a Christian from teaching the Bible in a home to other Christians. I love that. I love that that there are people who, who just, without waiting around for someone to come and ignite them, without waiting around for someone to come and give them some sort of formal title or position, that the church is simply just getting off the bench, getting in the game, and building itself up in love. That's where giftings emerge. Giftings are not imparted and given by the elders in a mystical moment. Giftings are sovereignly given by the Holy Spirit to whom he wills. And they are recognized and affirmed by the leaders in the church as they're being faithfully exercised informally. And if the Lord wills, then a formal opportunity will, in good time, present itself. Houston, we have a problem. I repeat, we have a problem. Our conference is about to sell out. I mean, about to sell out. We probably have about mm, 75 to 100 seats left. Our venue holds about 525 to 550 seats, and we currently have 450 people who are registered for this conference. The excitement is tangible. A lot of people registered because they wanted to hit the early bird rate. We're now at our normal rate, $130 for an adult, $50 for a kid who's 11 to 17 years old, and kids 10 and under get in free. You can bring the whole family, but the problem is not that we're going to raise the rate again. The problem is we're going to run out of tickets, and we're going to run out pretty fast. Again, we've got about 100 seats or less. 450 people, six months out, are already registered for this conference. We don't want you to miss it. So to ensure that you get to make it to this conference, you need to register not a month from now, not a week from now, not tomorrow, but today. You want to be there for the Theonomy and Postmillennialism Conference, May 5th, 6th, and 7th, with James White, Joe Boot, Gary DeMar, Dale Partridge, and yours truly, Joel Webbin. Go to rightresponseconference.com. Again, that's rightresponseconference.com. It will sell out very soon.